What's going on, man? Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the basement. Amron. This is usually a fantasy football channel, but as you guys know, I'm a diehard Jets fan, and I had to hop on the mic today, deliver you guys an emergency video. As you guys know, Sam Donald just got traded. Let's not waste any time. Let's go. Today, I just wanted to hop on the mic, break down the trade, give my thoughts on it, and then go into a little four-round mock draft and give you guys kind of what I think Robert Sala and Joey D are going to do in the draft at the end of April. So the trade itself, the Jets give Sam Darnold to Carolina for their 2021 six-rounder, their second-rounder in 2022, and their fourth-rounder in 2022. And I'm not going to lie, I'm happy with that return. You know, I honestly didn't think they were going to be able to get that much. You know, you had teams like the Bears, Washington, the Colts, Rams, 49ers. They all got their starting QBs through either free agency, trade. So when that demand goes down and there's not as many teams that want a guy like Sam Darnold, the price goes down. I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I know Shefty was tweeting out of his ass about, oh, Sam Darnold is worth a, a late first. To be honest with you, I thought we were probably going to get like a a fourth form at best. So I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with what we got, especially when you add in that there's going to be five QBs taken in the top 10 to 15 picks this year. There's really not much of a demand for a guy like Sam Darnold. Now, we ended up getting a pretty good return. Like I said, we got the 2021 sixth, the 2022 second, and the 2022 fourth. That's kind of, that's like just less than what the Eagles got for once. You know, they got the, uh, I want to say they got a 2021 third and a 2022 second that has the ability to be a first in 2022. So not too bad. It's it's in that same tier. And I just like what Joe Douglas is building here. I really like this idea of just building through the draft and just accumulating a lot of picks. It feels like a smart way to build a team. Right now we have two firsts, a second, and two thirds in 2021. Next year we have two firsts, two seconds, and a third in 2022. And just realize it, we might be sad that Sam Donald is gone, but Joe Douglas is building something for the long haul. I, I feel like we're in really good hands with Robert Sala and Joe, Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas, he's looking to get a QB at two, and then we're going to slowly build this team. We're not going to rush to get to the, a, a contender spot. We're going to build this team through the draft. And not only that, yes, we have five picks in like the first three rounds in the next two years. Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas loves to trade back, man. He he was fucking, he was teasing me with that Denzel Mims pick last year. I wanted him to go with Denzel Mims in the early second. Then he trades back. Then he trades back again. He gets Mims. He's going to keep on trading back and trading back. Don't be surprised if this 23rd ends up as like, the 30th overall and the second next year you know he's going to keep on he's going to keep on paying that, that that draft capital forward and that's what you want to see you want to see teams do that because that's what the Dolphins were doing two three years ago now they have two and now they're in a really good spot they have like they turned Laramie Tunsil into like four first round picks eventually Joe Douglas wants to build our draft capital to be at a spot like the Dolphins where you can now you get a third overall pick because you traded for a first. You traded for a future first from a team that thought they were going to compete, like the Steelers. You move up to like a top seven pick, and from there you start moving back and moving back, and it just keeps paying forward. So the, the Dolphins got to move back from three to twelve, and then up to six, and get a first rounder in the next year. So it just keeps on just to move back three spots. So it just keeps on paying itself in the long run. And I think that Joe Douglas is going to be building that with this team. Now, before I get into anything else with the Jets, I just want to be super clear. I love Sam Darnold. I love Sam Donald. When he first came in, I really thought, I really was convinced that he would be our franchise quarterback. I thought this is going to be the guy that we're going to build around. Uh, I was just very happy to finally have a quarterback. I felt like it was a franchise QB. You know, we had those years with Ryan Fitzpatrick. We had the Geno Smith years. It just, it felt like this guy, he has a bulletproof profile. He's a, he's got a good head on his shoulder and it just felt like he was going to be that guy moving forward. And it didn't work out. You know, he had three years. And I I, I have to say, Sam Donald, we kind of set him up to fail. You know, he had like two different head coaches. He had battle line, bad receiving options. 
Uh, we'll really never know if he would have been great on the Jets if we just built something around him. But here's the thing. It just makes sense to move up, move on from him from a financial standpoint, from a team building standpoint. You know, we're sitting at the number two spot right now. We have th three or four franchise QBs staring us down right now. And if we roll out Sam Donald for another year, it, he would need to have a Josh Allen type step up. And outside of the Buffalo Bills fans, no one thought Josh Allen was going to come out here and have an MVP type season. And it's it would be unfair to hold Sam to that standard. So what I think would, would have ended up happening if we roll out Sam again, we probably build around him, we get more weapons, he looks decent. Now we're at seven and nine, he doesn't have that that breakout season. And now we're sitting at like a like 16th overall draft pick, we still have Sam Darnold, now we have to pay him top dollar because he'd be like 23, 24 entering the free agent market. At that point, you got to pay him 18 plus mil a year. And then at that point, you're sinking all this money into a quarterback you don't even believe is the future. And it's holding down the rest of the team, kind of like what the Bears had with Mitch Trubisky. So I think it just makes sense. Cut ties. We get draft capital in return and we can get a guy like Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. And I, I want to say, I hope that Sam kills it in Carolina, man. I, I really do hope that he goes crazy. I hope that he proves everybody wrong. I, I think that all the Jets fans, I think that I can speak for most of the Jets fans. We really do hope that he does great things in Carolina. You know, I really do want to see Sam kill it. I want to see Sam go crazy over there. I think that he's coming into a good spot for all the guys out there that are saying Sam is the guy. And we just didn't build weapons around him and O-line, a good coaching staff. We're going to see. We're, we're, Sam has no room to fail here. He's going to have Joe Brady at OC. He's a, a genius off in the corner. He's the guy I wanted the Jets to, to get as their head coach. I love Robert Sala, but jo uh, Joe Brady was my number one on the list. Then they're also going to have Robbie Anderson, a guy that he knows. DJ Moore, who's a, a super under undervalued wide receiver. And then they're going to have CMC. They might even add another receiver at number eight in the draft. So I think that they're going to have a lot of receivers. They're going to have a, a decent O-line. They're going to have a great OC. Their defense is looking up. So this is going to be a spot where he's going to get every opportunity to succeed. So I, I'm happy to see it. Now that I've gotten my Sam Darnold farewell monologue off my fucking chest, let's let's zoom out from a Jets perspective. Where does this leave us for the NFL draft? It's going to be happening at the end of the month. What is what is the mindset of Joe Douglas and Robert Sala right now? I think we all know QB at number two. You take that to the fucking bank. We're taking one of Fields, Wilson, Lance, Mac Jones, one of them. We're taking a quarterback at number two. Now, where does that leave us with the rest of the roster? Like I said, I think that we're not gonna we're not gonna build this team overnight. But I think our main needs that we're gonna be attacking in these top four or five rounds, we're looking at cornerback. I think outside of Bryce Hall, we're not really working with much. Uh, I would love if they re-signed Brian Poole. I don't think that that's happened yet. Uh, I think outside of Bry Bryce Hall, we're just kind of looking at a wasteland of cornerbacks. We need to get somebody. I would love to get Richard Sherman, but I just don't, as of right now, I don't think that you can pencil in Richard Sherman to join us. I'd love to see Robert Sala come out and recruit him. Then we're looking at O-line. I think after Makai Becton, there's nothing special there. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Connor McGovern. I'm not a big fan of what we have on the inside. On the outside, we have Chuma Adoga, George Fant. They've both played right tackle. I don't think that you can confidently send out a guy like Zach Wilson, a guy like Justin Fields, put him behind center. And I think that you'd be doing him a disservice to have his have the franchise QB have a right tackle like George Fant or Chuma Adoka. We got to go out there. We have to actually get somebody that can go on the right side, protect our guy. We don't want to have an Andrew Luck situation. Then our third primary need is going to be edge rusher. I think that Robert Sala really wants to build this defense and get after the quarterback. This 4-3 defense, we already have Carl Lawson, Quinn and Williams. we got the guy from the Saints in the interior. We're even going to have uh, John Franklin Myers. He's going to be great in the, on the interior. On the outside, though, we're not looking at much. I think we have like Terrell Basham. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. I don't think that we brought back Jordan Jenkins. So I'm looking to, to get somebody in the draft, maybe a third rounder, a fourth rounder, somebody that can go out, come in on passing downs and get after the quarterback. Now, those are my those are what I think are the, the primary needs. I also think that Joe Douglas is a guy that drafts 
best player available as well as for need. So I'm not saying that these are going to be the only things I hone in on in this mock draft, but I just want to let you guys know what I think Robert Sala and those boys are going to be targeting. I also think that slot wide receiver, I think Jamison Crowder, yes, he was great, but he's getting paid $10 million and that can be cut tomorrow without much dead cap. So I think that they're going to be looking to get a guy that can go into the slot so they can get Jamison Crowder off the books. I also think that a running back is going to be needed. I know Tevin Coleman's here, but I think what you've seen the Kyle Shanahan system, that's where uh, LaFleur comes from. He's rotating. They were rotating between Tevin Coleman, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. You even saw uh, Jermichael Hasty come in. They they want to run a committee. Right now, I think we got LaMichael P. Ryan, maybe Ty Johnson still on contract. So we're, we're, they're going to be looking in that third, fourth, fifth round range. They're going to be looking for a running back. And our last like need, I would say, is another coverage linebacker. I know we got uh, Gerard Davis from the Lions. I know C.J. Mosley is not a great coverage linebacker. We don't really have a lot of guys that can that can go in the middle of the field like a uh, what's his name? I don't know why I blanked on that, but but Fred Warner is one of them. Deion Jones is another one in uh, in Atlanta. Those fast guys like Bobby Wagner, those guys that can get out and cover and tackle. You, they in that four three defense, you really need that one guy that can be like the cornerstone of the defense. Maybe that's Gerard Davis, but I could easily see a middle linebacker fall and they jump on him. Now, without further ado, let's get right into this mock draft, baby. We're gonna do four rounds. We're gonna see what comes to us. And right off the bat, oh, we're getting a little trade offer. I, I don't, I don't want to do any trades. Fuck trades. So we're at the number two spot. Trevor Lawrence off the board. I'm going to do this mock trap based on what I think Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are going to do. Me personally, I like Justin Fields. I'm a Justin Fields guy. He, he killed it as pro day. He has a chip on his shoulder, man. Every step of the way, he has been the number two guy behind Trevor Lawrence. I think he's dying for an opportunity to come out there and, and prove that he's better. I think that's what he did when he played Clemson in the college football playoffs. I think that Justin Fields is always looking for a way uh, he's always been number two, man. And I think when you're always been, when you've always been number two, it sits with you and it, it gives you just something more to, to drive off of. He's also had two seasons now where he balled the fuck out. A guy like Zach Wilson has only had one season in his junior year. I still do like Zach Wilson. And ever since the, the Josh Allen thing, you know, we took Sam Donald's, Josh Allen went later. A lot of people were saying, oh, fuck no, we don't want Josh Allen. He came out here and balled. So what we really have to understand as Jets fans, fellas, quarterbacks, as much as me and you think that we know, no one knows. The quarterbacks are so random. As long as we go at number two and we get one of the guys, I'd honestly prefer anybody not named Mac Jones. But even if we got Mac Jones, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I do think the Vegas favorite right now is going to be Zach Wilson. So that's going to be the direction we go in. I do like Zach Wilson. I like the swagger he brings. His his place his play style is cool. He's also proved that BYU he doesn't need uh like a Mac Jones. You know he had Jalen Waddle. He had Devonta Smith. He had the whole world at, at receiver. You know. Same thing with a lot of these other guys. Justin Fields, you know, he had Chris Olave. He had, um, what's his name? Garrett Wilson. A guy a guy like Zach Wilson, he's throwing to nobody. He's throwing to Dax Milne. I don't even know who that is. I can't even name you the running back out of the backfield. So I will give him that that much. Now, when we're looking at this spot at number 23, we have some interesting people on the board. We have Jalen Phillips, I think is very interesting. Jalen Phillips is a guy who some people think is worth like a fifth overall pick a seventh overall pick something in the top 10 he's a blue chip kind of guy he was a number one uh rated prospect in his class up there with a guy like Jadavian Clowney he just had injuries then he transfers from UCLA he transfers to Miami and he balls out for one year so there's some question marks there but he has a lot of talent I think he's something that they're going to be looking at I don't think that Javante Williams will be going here has Etienne and Najee Harris already gone so Najee Harris is probably still on the board or am I an idiot no Najee Harris is also gone I think that we could be looking at an edge rusher here. I think cornerback makes a lot of sense. Caleb Farley just won. I think that he's a name that, that the Jets are going to really like. So we're looking at a lot of edge. I think that Jeremiah Wilson-Caramo could be a, a good coverage linebacker, like I was saying. I don't think so, though. But I, I, what I will say is I fully expect this pick to probably be defense. Uh, 
I do think we'll see a cornerback here. We'll see something among those lines. Uh, like, I don't really see us going with a Rashad Bateman if he falls there. I'm not sure that the Jets are looking to invest in, in wide receiver or running back anything inside of the first round. I think that this is going to be edge, corner, offensive line. Now, when we look at it, I think Samuel Cosme is very interesting at offensive tackle. I just don't see them... I just don't see them going like three or four straight offensive picks. We also got Robert Saul, the defensive coach. So I think that we go Jalen Phillips here. I'd actually be really happy with Jalen Phillips. I think that he he is one of those guys that you're getting at a steal at number 23. He's a guy that could have gone top 10, top 12, top 15. So we get a we get a pass rusher like that, and you get him on the outside with Carl Lawson, and you're looking at something crazy. I don't know why I'm getting a billion offers. I'm actually kind of mad that that's happening. I'm going to turn off the volume on that. All right, so now we have at the 34 spot, I think Javante Williams is very interesting. I don't think that Javante Williams is the type of runner that uh, LaFleur is going to be looking for. They want those like skinny, fast running backs. Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. All those guys are skinny, fast. They're, they're guys that run in that zone scheme that you basically, they're going to keep on going, keep on going, look for the hole, and then shoot straight through it. They're not, it's, not a lot of, it's not a lot of pound. It's not a lot of uh, like power. It's, it's, a, it's a zone scheme. I think Javante Williams is more of a guy that could be like a, a Pittsburgh Steeler, something on those lines where he, he's going to jam up the middle. I think a guy like Jamin Davis and Nick Bolton and Zayvon Collins are going to be very tough to pass on. But I do think in this spot, I've been hearing a lot of buzz about Dylan Radons from North Dakota State. I've heard buzz that he could go late first round. And I think we get him and we put him on the right side. Makai Becton, Dylan Radons, everything in the interior is honestly more geared towards the running game. And I think that we can kind of live off scheme there, maybe get a, a, a depth guard at some point in time. But I like the idea of locking in a tackle, locking in a quarterback, and locking in an edge rusher really cements the trenches, which I could easily see a guy like Robert Sala really buying into. Now, when we're looking at the number 66 pick, we got some options here. We have a, a tight end. I could see them going tight end. I don't think that that's going to be the way that they go. We're looking at tight end here. Could be looking at cornerback. I don't think that Elijah Molden's very interesting here. Uh, I think Brevin Jordan's super interesting at tight end. I think that we're also looking at a wide receiver here, like an Amon Ross St. Brown and Tylen Wallace. What else do we got on uh, up here? I mean, I, I have heard some good things about Melon Fon. What are we in the third round here? So we have two third rounders. I honestly think that we probably go, I, I could see Tyson Campbell. I could see Chaz Surratt here. So a lot of good, there's a lot of good value on the board here. I will say, hmm, it's tough, man. I, I don't think that, I'm not sure the Jets are super eager to get a tight end. I know that Chris Herndon hasn't been great, but I don't think that they're super, super eager to move on from him. I do really like the idea of going with a guy. I, I just am not sure that Melon Fonwu was the answer. His brother hasn't been anything too crazy in the league. Tyson Campbell could be a guy, though. I do think that T Tyson Campbell is very interesting. I, I've seen him go as high as top 50. We're, we'll go Tyson Campbell here. I could easily see a, a cornerback in the, at the early third round. So now we go corner, we go offensive line, we go quarterback, we go edge. I didn't have plans to attack those three primary needs with the first three or four picks, but just kind of the way that the, the, the draft shook out. Now here, I actually love this value. If we could get Amon Ra, St. Brown, or Tylen Wallace here at 86, I would love it. Amon Ra, St. Brown is going to be the pick here because I, I really do think that Amon Ra, St. Brown would be a perfect fit with the Jets. You you move uh, Jamison Crowder out. Amon Ra, St. Brown can play anything. He can play slot. He can play X. He can play Y or X. He can play Z. He can play anywhere on the field. He broke out as a freshman at USC. He's been a stud his whole life. If you look at it like his highlight, his high school highlight reel, he's like the, the coldest high school wide receiver of all time. 
I think that he, if you could get him at the end of round three, I think that that's great value for Amon Ross St. Brown. And then you get him, you move out Crowder. We got him, Mims, Corey Davis, Keelan Cole. I think we're looking solid there. So I think we go Amon Ross St. Brown at number 86. I, I, that would be a pick that I love. I, I think that they're going to be very tempted to go with a guy like Michael Carter in that situation. But we'll see what happens. Now, I think we're going to have one more pick in the third round. I do believe so. Now, I, I could have done trades, and I will. I like I said, I do think that Joe Douglas is going to do a million trades while he's on the clock. It's just not worth it. You know, it's not worth it for me to predict the trades that he's going to make because nobody knows at the end of the day. Now, we're looking at an offensive tackle here. We're not really too interested in that. I think Deontay Brown interior line out of Alabama is very interesting. I was honestly hoping for some kind of edge rusher, some kind of running back to be available. That's good. None of these running backs are too crazy. I do. I, I will say here's my here's one of my predictions. I do think that the Jets are going to be interested in a guy like Chuba Hubbard because he had that one year, his sophomore year, where he balled the fuck out. And mainly, do he had that guy Tevin Jenkins on the on one of the tackle spots, and they just open up wide running lanes. He runs through. He has track speed, and he just goes a thousand miles an hour up the field, breaks it out. He had like a two thousand yard rushing season. Could have declared last year and probably would have been a second round draft pick. So I do think that they're going to be a little bit higher than consensus on a guy like Chupa Hubbard just because of scheme fit. I'm not sure they're going to force running back though. I could easily see Deontay Brown. Deontay Brown, let me show you guys a picture of Deontay Brown for a second here. Unless if there's like a decent... Yeah, I don't think that there's a corner that they're really that interested in. Let me show you guys a picture of Deontay fucking Brown, bro. Deontay Brown, Alabama. Look at this guy in pads. Just look at him in pads, bro. He has like the... He has the neck roll on and everything. Dude, tell me that you guys would not want him starting at left or right guard out there. Tell me that that is not something that you guys would want. Just look at the fucking neck roll on him, bro. Jesus. He's got the got knee braces on bullshit. He's just an absolute menace. So we could get him in the fourth round. I think it's just because he's not too athletic. But you get a guy. Like, I think that Joe Douglas and Robert Sala just want hosses. You know, Mekhi Becton, hoss. Dylan Radon's hoss. We get a Deontay Brown, hoss. Get me hosses on the O-line. I want big fellas. So we're going to go Deontay Brown. I think that's a really solid I think that's a really solid outcome for the Jets through the first four rounds. I would have done five through seven, but now we're getting like to fringy players. We all know that on draft day every year, Joe Douglas, and every GMs are just going to get guys in the fifth, sixth, seventh round that we've literally never heard of. So there's really not much of a need to, to go that into detail. Now we'll take a look at uh, our picks so far here. And I think, I think that this is, would be a great outcome for us, uh, user picks. So we end up going Zach Wilson, then we get Jalen Phillips. Now we have Carl Lawson, Quinnen Williams, Rankins, Jalen Phillips. Then on the offensive line, we go Makai Becton. We have like McGovern. We have Alex Lewis. Then we have Deontay Brown. On the right side, we have Dylan Radons. I'd be happy with that. Then at corner, we have Bryce Hall, Tyson Campbell. Maybe we have Richard Sherman. Then at wide receiver, we're going to have Amon Ross St. Brown, Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Keelan Cole coming out in the four wide receiver sets. I'd be happy with that. The only spot that I think that we are lacking after these four uh, these four rounds would be another coverage linebacker. But I think I think that this would be solid. I'd be happy with it. Now, that's going to conclude the video. I'm very happy with the trade we got done today. I'm really excited to see what we do in the, the draft. I think that Joe Douglas is going to make a billion moves. Let me know if you guys fuck with the picks. If you guys think I should have taken somebody else in those picks, let me know. I, I, this is what I think that they will do. But we'll see. No one really knows. Now, this is usually a fantasy football channel. I usually do dynasty fantasy football, fantasy football, seasonal stuff, all that on this channel. So if you're interested in that, make sure you go down below, subscribe, leave a like. Follow me at Rod Stewart underscore on Twitter. I'll see you guys in the next one.
Thirsty, thirsty, trying to choose. I mean, I know I'm pretty cool. My nitty bag, my kitty boots. I got the juice, I got the 